Welcome to the Blaze Podcasting Network. It's time to sit back and talk sports. This is Callan's Super Sports Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in today to Callan's Super Sports Podcast. We're going to talk about the NCAA Cross Country Championships that took place this last Saturday down in Tallahassee, Florida. It was a great race. Had a great time watching it. Quick shout out to Billy Hatch. She finished in 59th place. Former Dixie State runner for the Weber State Wildcats. She did an excellent job. I'm going to look more at the men's side of the race. That's the one that I was the most locked in to the team side as well as the individual side and I'll start with the team side Northern Arizona has won again five of the last six national titles the Lumberjacks are incredible Mike Smith has the greatest program to ever be put together in probably college cross-country history they took sixth ninth 11th 32nd 34th for their scoring five to score just 92 points beating second place Iowa State by 45 45 points with 137. Speaking of the Iowa State behind them, something interesting. The Midwest really showed out my homeland. Iowa State in second place, Oklahoma State in third, Arkansas in fourth, Tulsa took sixth. Um, If you're looking at the local, kind of local schools in Utah, BYU down in seventh, Southern Utah not as great in 24th. Those were the Utah schools that made it. But what we saw is the mountain region not quite as strong as expected. Northern Arizona won. They're the best. But then the next mountain region team was Colorado down in eighth place with uh, the other guys really just buried Air Force in 17th. Um, the West Division got, uh, West Region got Stanford up in fifth. But other than that, you have to go all the way down to 13th to find Washington. So it really was the Midwest that stood out Um early Notre Dame went out and they were one of the favorites. I had a roommate that was rooting for them. He had picked them and they led through a couple of K, but after those splits, they fell off bad. They fell all the way back to ninth place. Northern Arizona went to the front and they dominated. There was a lot of question about was their five going to be able to hold up? Well, Brody Hastings showed out. Theo Quacks didn't have the race that you would have hoped out of him, falling all the way back to 97th, but Brody Hastings stood up in a big way, and then, of course, the top guys um, went out there and did what they needed to do. Abdi Aminur, uh, Nico Young, and Drew Bosley all finishing within the top 11. And when your three low sticks are 6, 9, and 11, that goes a long way. To look at the individual race and what went down, um, we thought it would go out fast. You know when Wesley Kip 2 is in a race, it's not going to be a slow start. What I expected to see was Wesley Kip 2 go to the front like he has the last several year, last couple national races he's run both in track and in cross country, but he didn't. He hung with the pack and... It's hard to tell whether he did that because he was trying to race smarter um, or whether he did that because the pace just went out. Um, I know I saw Christian Allen, the Weber State runner. He took 16th. He took his first mile out in like a 420. He's, he's a great runner. I follow him on Strava, so I saw that. That race went out flying fast. I think everybody knew Wesley was going to go out, and the decision was made that we're not going to let him do it alone. Um, some of the other guys up there, uh, Kiko uh, from Campbell, really good runner. He ended up taking third place, went up there, and they ran with it. And 
they hung with him. And Connor Mance, who ended up winning the race again out of BYU, his second straight individual national title, didn't let him go. Adrian Wilk, Wilshut, um, out of Florida State, another one of the favorites um, that ran with him. And I was a little bit surprised how far up the Northern Arizona boys ran. Abdi Aminur, Nico Young, and Drew Bosley. I kind of expected them to hang back, but they really went with that lead pack. They didn't they didn't put their feet in it when it really got to a kicker's race at the end, um, but they did well. Uh, another shout-out to Charles Hicks out of Stanford, a freshman taking fourth place. That's kind of crazy. A, a COVID freshman, so it's his second year, um, but he did that. But if you look, as look as the race developed, it looked like Wesley here and there was thinking, I want to make my move. I want to get there. He would get to the fronts, then someone else would overtake him, and he never got that separation. In the end, it split out to be Kyoko, Wesley Kiftu, and Connor Mance over the last two kilometers. Um, and then it, they, they pushed back and forth, and finally coming into the stretch, it was Kyoko with the lead with 200 meters to go over Connor Mance. And then it just kind of looked like he, he quit. Um, he didn't have it in him. You saw Connor Mance. Those guys got manced. He he outkicked him. Um, Kyoko died off just a little bit there. Ended up getting passed by Wesley Kiptu as well. Um, Wesley Kiptu, a junior. Connor, a junior. Kyoko is a senior. But if you look at the top 10 list, only two seniors on there. Um, so you're going to see a lot of these guys come back. Uh, it's encouraging for Northern Arizona. Abdi Aminur, a sophomore. You look at Nico Young, still considered a freshman. Drew Bosley, still a sophomore. Um, that team is is really scary. Even if you continue to go down the list, there's only one senior on that team. So you would expect that that's a team that probably comes back um, with a vengeance next year. Um, likely win again. Uh, George Cush, he finished fourth place for the team. He's a junior. Uh, Brody Hastings, he's just a sophomore. Um, and that's impressive. Another storyline that was interesting, Cooper Tier, a guy that a lot of people expected to be in this race. He ended up running a 33 flat, 33 um, What happened? Well, Cooper ran with the lead pack for most of the race. He was in it until about 8K. He came through 8K incredibly quickly. And then in the finish shoot, died. Just completely collapsed. Um, was crawling towards the finish. Uh, was on his back at one point. He was in that shoot for a couple of minutes. It was kind of funny. He eventually stumbled to his feet and across the line threw up the peace signs. He was doing okay. Um, he was released and allowed to travel back with the team. It's a rough way to see him end his cross-country career, but I think the reality for Oregon, and they did not run well at all at this race. Um, they weren't a favorite to be one of the, the top teams, um, but with him falling out the way he did, they ended up in 29th place out of 31 teams that put together scores. Um I think what happened is they took last year off across of country simply to focus on track. It worked. They won. They won the title they were looking for. So you, you can't get mad at them winning that indoor title, but it cost them. Those guys weren't ready for cross country. And the reality is, Oregon's more of a track school. I don't really get why they don't put more focus on cross country. They could get the guys to do it. They're Oregon. They have Hayward Field. They have all the powers of Nike behind them. Um, but yeah, Cooper Tier falling off didn't help them. But, I mean, even if Cooper Tier doesn't, you're looking, uh, they probably move up 160 points, which, yeah, that would help a lot, but it drops them down to just under 500 points. They're still about 20th place, so wouldn't have mattered all that much. That are my thoughts on the cross-country race. It was great to watch. We're going to be on to indoor and outdoor track coming up next. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
This has been Cal and Super Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for more on the Blaze Podcasting Network.